0: I missed out on the Amazon stuff I think because I have like pared down my Twitter so much as a distraction and whatever like to get rid of stuff I have made the decision I'm like I get nothing out of being politic like having political stuff cross my plate on Twitter I'm done with that I muted some people who I follow for that kind of stuff I started muting every word like Trump, DeSantis, Abbott. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, Elon Musk, everything. Like, anything that was about that stuff, I'm like, let's, let's, I don't want to see it. I have a thing called Tweak New Twitter, which is like a a Chrome extension, which takes away all the stuff on the right side of the screen that's like, here's what we think you should be looking at. And Mm -hmm. it like deletes your explore thing to see what's trending in hashtags. So, like, it's literally at this point for me just a feed of people I follow.
1: Yeah. I, the only time I enjoy the trending hashtags is if I hear about some sort of breaking news and then I will go mm-hmm. to like trending. And then usually, like for example, when Damar Hamlin collapsed in that Bills Bengals game, like
0: mm-hmm. I saw a
1: few tweets where I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. So I just went to the trending like hashtags and was like, okay. Um,
0: I, I when that happened, someone's like, I was like, uh, it, so I saw someone post like they can't finish the game, right? And I'm like, what happened? They went, A Bills player just died on the field, and like I went like, oh, someone's being hyperbolic, like, Mm -hmm. like, and didn't think about it for like a day or so, and then I saw the news and I went back to the post. I was like, wait, you weren't kidding. Someone like literally like had a cardiac arrest or whatever, yeah, on the field. I thought it was just again being like someone died on the field, like that was a heck of a hit or something. But
1: like they were buried.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I will say that I don't. The only thing I'm really noticing is st- I there's a lot of times where I would be, I would see news happen like immediately, but at the same time, like I'm not, I, I don't feel like my life is like rough. You know, like I don't see a big difference because of it. Um, um, well, yeah, it, I mean, it works. So I
1: like Twitter on my Twitter. phone because it does such a good job of just seeing the posts I interact with. And it's like, oh, you want owners petting, uh, posting about their dogs you want tv critics you want hot takes on the royal family got it
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's just partly i get in this like doom scroll circle so if i can eliminate any of those mm-hmm. hey do you want to look at this like I, and i think some of it like you know there's a lot of stuff going on there it also uncheck marks anyone who's using twitter blue so i have no idea like i don't see a check mark go who's that like it 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 keeps the check marks for people who have it not through twitter, twitter blue mm. which is where you're paying for it it's It's a really neat little thing and it's really helping you know um, tell, but
1: tell everyone what it's called again.
0: Tweak new Twitter.
1: It's a Chrome extension.
0: I believe so. It's some sort of extension. It's basically I just went. I just Googled tweak. Someone else was talking about. It. I was like, oh, what's that doing? He said, told me everything. Yeah, it's, it's a Chrome extension. Yeah, now that I think about it, because it's a bunch of like thing. And there's a lot of options. I'm still kind of figuring some stuff out, but yeah. So that's why I missed. I guess there was a big amazon layoff today as well as the microsoft one
1: yes yeah i mean my friend i knew about it because my friend works for amazon i was talking about it on twitter last night um and obviously she lives in seattle where microsoft is also headquartered so she's like gonna be a rough day in seattle tomorrow
0: yeah no kidding. i saw that they sundown or flat out got rid of uh amazon smile
1: yes i just got an email about that
0: which is such a weird optics thing of like they're, and the way they did the announcement was like we find that we can our money is better spent, uh, directly donating to, uh, charities that are our employees that are good for our employees. It's like AKA, we want to spend the money we the tax write off where we want mm-hmm, it to and mm-hmm. not give anyone any option.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do understand what they're saying. Like I, mine goes to my sorry. Ugh. My eye. um, mine goes to my church in DC. Um, that's, that's who, like my Amazon Benef- smile beneficiary is. And like, at mm-hmm. the end of every year I get like a, like, Oh, here's how much money. And it's like $37 of everybody who used, you know, who were contributing to your church on Amazon smile. Like that's how <laughs> much I'm like, I'm sure for other organizations, bigger nonprofits, it's more money, but I'm like, uh, uh, okay this right. wasn't making but a ton
0: of it's difference. I don't see a world where Amazon is now spending more money than would have come through and smile they're still just going to spend the bare minimum it's now just going to go to people that are financially or politically uh useful to them specifically yes
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they spend the same amount I don't know I don't I don't really care to follow up on that but yeah now it's like we actually just want to decide where the money goes so
0: yeah they're definitely not going to spend more is what I'm saying it's Uh, not like now more people benefit it's like uh, this is not a net positive thing for altruistic endeavors in my opinion yeah i enjoy Um, that they're
1: going to provide charities a one-time donation equivalent to three months of what they earn in 2022 through the program so i really hope my church in dc likes those like nine (laughs) dollars that it gets (laughs)
0: um that's what's going on with me what's going on with you
1: um, I mean, gosh, I, I I'm almost like stuck as to like, do we go back and cover our holidays since we lost the episode where we talk about our holidays, or <laughs> or do we just press um, on and leave that leave that? To I the think ether? we just press
0: on. I don't think you and I do fake like banter very well <laughs> like i'm mean, like mm-hmm. hey what'd you do over and i'm like oh yeah oh it'll be a lot of me going oh yeah oh yeah and just remembering mm-hmm. like you talked about that so mm-hmm. i don't know i tried my best in the single episode to like come up with stuff i know the big thing was your spa thoughts which i mm-hmm. i hope i got I, I you know i feel like maybe i was i was covetous of being the only person with that it's very useful that like I was getting taught by the master and I didn't want to share it with the world. And maybe that's why, you know, I, the, 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 the recording had technical difficulties is really, I was like, no one else shall know. Yes, <laughs> No
1: one else is going to know the inner thoughts of about Laurel's, Laurel spa experiences. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think, I think you did fine. I think you did fine. I mean, any episode where we did get you? to mention some bathrobes is always a good, it's always <laughs> a good one. Um, I, I, I just like everyone to know, I went to a spa this past weekend. Um, Leah and her mom were in town, and we had a little lady spa time at the JW Marriott Spa downtown. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend, like, the massage I had was great, but the spa itself is very bare bones, which for the price they charge was disappointing. However, the spa robe was a delight. So, and I know you're thinking, Laurel, have you ever bought a spa robe? I haven't. They're usually a l li- they seem like they'd be a little too warm for my robe needs. Um but I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not I haven't I haven't rolled it out. So
0: I know Tara's doing a spa day tomorrow. It's her birthday. tomorrow, I forget so. that
1: her birthday is so close to my mom's. <laughs> my mom's is to- <laughs> me too. my mom's is today.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Um so yeah, and excuse me, and my sister's is tomorrow, which is always Funny because I remember her birthday now all the time. Yeah, and she just goes. The only reason why is because of I, I was gonna say I'm I feel like, yeah, like well. if
1: we looked at the like percentage of years that you remember her birthday once you met Tara, it's been a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it's also I like am a more mature person who remembers. Like it was also like did Ryan remember birthdays a lot in his twenties? And it was like I, it's, 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 it's you're lucky that like. A lot of thing, anything got remembered in my twenties. is all just a blur. Yes, I hardly remember my twenties.
1: That's that's fair. I I used to be somebody who remembered just a ton of birthdays. Um, that has since changed. But also, I've been like, you know what? Just remember the birthdays of the people important to you. Just put their birthdays in your phone. Like you don't need to. Yeah, that's all your Facebook friends' birthdays. That doesn't matter.
0: So. I I I actually go out of my way not to wish people happy birthday on on. Facebook anymore mm-hmm. because I feel like if someone sees me wish happy birthday to somebody and then I miss theirs, they might be like, take it like why didn't Ryan do this? And I'm like, okay, so I'm not gonna do anybody's like if I do someone's I I see their birthdays on Facebook and I text them. Like that's what I'll do.
1: I I do want to say that I think you think that people are thinking about you more than they are. If it's someone's birthday, they are reveling in just whoever wish them happy birthday. They're not like, but where's Ryan?
0: I think you're assuming everybody thinks and celebrates the same way you do. And I think people actually will sometimes notice. I don't think it's all, I'm not saying it's like the majority of my friends, but some of the people that I am friends with on Facebook who spend a lot of time on Facebook will take note of those type of things. So that's why I don't say thank you to certain people. I don't say thank you. I don't say happy birthday. And they certainly
1: don't say thank you to you.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, There was something else I was going to say, but it's gone now. Do you want to hop into this episode?
1: Yes. Let me... Where are my notes? Oh, here are my notes.
0: Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs, and we talk about Facebook birthday etiquette. We talk about very, you know, bright conversations about huge sweeping layoffs in the tech industry. But sometimes we talk about Frasier. And today, I guess we always talk about Fraser. I don't know (laughs) why I said sometimes, but um today is no different today we'll be talking about season 10 episode 13 lilith needs a favor uh broadcast on february 4th 2003 oh
1: wow this is a sweeps episode okay when is sweeps in february yeah it's uh november february and may and for those of you who are like what is sweeps laurel what um back in the days of yore i don't know how much it's still a thing now but uh yeah it was the three times a year that advertisers uh that, that ratings were reported to advertisers so that TV shows could set their rates. So if a show was just doing gangbusters and sweeps, like all shows tried to do, you could then charge more for ads until the next sweeps mm-hmm. period. And I think cumulatively, they look at those three sweeps periods and then like set the rates for the next season and stuff.
0: So you'd have episodes that were tended to be kind of like... Mom- big budget momentous
1: or- cliffhangery. you right. know just big things happening that's when a lot of couples would get together i would like to tell everybody that is when some of the best episodes of alias aired were in february of oh maybe 2003 actually oh maybe right around this time probably i was
0: about to say yeah isn't it around this time yeah so it's weird it's weird to think that alias and this were at the same time they feel so weirdly different time capsule wise to me i
1: know also let's talk about jennifer garner and how she is ageless but not today so continue mm.
0: Uh, Lilith asks Fraser to donate his sperm so she can conceive another child. Niles treasures an erotic photograph which he thinks Daphne took for him. Um, I liked this episode despite it covering a subject that I feel like every sitcom has covered, like the weird, like any sitcom that's like kind of a. Pers- like like a dating romantic type sitcom or something dealing with dating life. It does the like, well, how about you j- I feel like there's a lot of them that are like, I'd like to conceive a child. Like, let's uh, let's do that that part, the 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 donating yeah, the sperm.
1: I think this is interesting in that it's an ex-spouse who who they already have a child with. Because I was almost immediately like, so this child is going to be fully Frederick's sibling, yet Frederick is mm-hmm. gonna have a dad. Who he visits and who visits him, but this other child is not because you don't want Fraser to feel obligated to be involved. At
0: did she say all? that was that
1: part of it? Yeah, that was her thing. She was like, "I'm not like I am just asking you to like donate your sperm. Like I want Frederick to have a full brother and our genetics match up and everything." She was just she wasn't asking sh- Fraser to like. Father another child, like be you know yeah. part of a child's life. So I was like, What? Like, what about the financial implications of all of this? What happens if Lilith dies? Like, yeah, and the kids, it's, you know, it, a child, like still a minor. And it's,
0: it, it I, like I said, I feel like they do it every time, and it's, it's not interesting to me. Like, I'm kind of over it. I thought she elevated this material, and there's a lot of good laughs in here for me. Um, at the same time, like I kind of, it took me a while to rate this one, but I will say, like I, I, I did like it, even though the, as soon as a, I, I like I, I, as soon as she's like, I'm going to ask him a favor, and then like, I don't know if I got ahead of the plot or I knew what was coming or maybe I saw the IMDb thing before I went, before I started it, but I was just kind of like, I'm over this, like I'm over this idea. Um, she starts on a plane. I think it it starts and ends with Lilith, almost like this is a episode of The Lilith Show. Like,
1: yes. Starts with her in first class on a plane next to a gentleman who is equally as pale Brent's, as her.
0: Brent Spiner, who plays da- uh, Data on Star Trek The Next Generation, which I think is part of the pale joke because his character is like an android, so he's like got this very pale complexion. Um, and he's also from Independence Day. He's the... Uh, when they go to Area 51 and the... Uh, there's the scientist who's kind of crazy with the long hair. That's him. Yep. Oh that's wow. Him. Uh, he's been in a bunch of other stuff. He's a big sci-fi guy. I mean, once you do Star Trek, it's kind of you get pigeonholed into certain things. Also,
1: I just love that there's just this additional Star Trek crossover for this oh, show.
0: There's another Star Trek person in the next episode. We'll get. Oh, to Oh,
1: great! That. I can't wait. Um, it
0: was. I just was like, this is insane. Um.
1: I I enjoy the flight attendant commenting on the fact that they were both pale and asking if they needed something. And Lilith (laughs) said, not unless you have any extra melanin lying around. I Like, that was like a chef's kiss joke for me, also as a rather pale person. I'm not as pale as B.B. Newworth, but...
0: No. Just... Um, You're you're actually quite tan for Irish.
1: (laughs) Except I burn very, very easily. Very, very, very easily. Right, right, right.
0: Um let's see i'm skipping over i have a bunch of lols on this one um i i did enjoy the whole thing where like i thought it was weird that martin was like when, after she asked fraser he's like oh she'll just go to niles if you say no which i'm like we seem very cool with this i thought fraser was at least gonna stop and like give him a look or something and fraser just kept going yeah and, it, and then him being the whole like She's seeing what the crane genes can do, and she's coming back to the well, and he's like, what if that doesn't work? She'll want to go to me, yeah. the fountainhead. The
1: fountainhead. I was going <laughs> to say the kingmaker, but that wasn't right. The fountainhead, yes. Yeah,
0: and then he's sitting there doing the whole thing of like how their genealogy would work if she had a son with Martin. Have you ever heard the song, I'm My Own Grandpa? No. It's like a very silly country song, but they do it on the Muppet Show. And I recently found that like Willie Nelson does a cover of it. That's just like this kind of quiet picking and playing. Just you know, it's the same thing. It's someone married someone who was younger, and then they someone else. It was this whole. He goes through the whole genealogy and Mm. ends up. He finds out he he's his own grandpa based on this weird hillbilly country history it's a funny song See, that, that's something
1: it, i felt like is overdone like i remember this we've got mail where tom hanks is hanging out with his aunt and his brother who are both like five and seven and stuff and it's a whole ha 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 like my grandfather that uh, she's his daughter and
0: i am going to admit something to you i can't believe i haven't talked about this in the podcast before you've got mail is one of those movies that's just like teflon to my brain like I've seen it I've sat and seen it and I wasn't like against seeing it and I remember like watching it but like I can't tell you anything about it other than like Fox Books mm-hmm. and like that's it like F-O-X. that's like Yes that's all I know about okay. it. and I I I don't know why but you've just, only se- just...
1: you've seen it like once
0: I think I've seen it more than once and I see things that – but like the other day someone pointed out Dave Chappelle was mm-hmm. in I'm like oh yeah and I'm usually really like that kind of stuff is very, like, spongy to my brain. Like, I usually absorb, mm-hmm. like, weird movies people are in. But but You've Got Mail. I'm i will like, say, You're like, Greg Kinnear. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was in that. When
1: you saw You've Got Mail, I don't know when you saw it, but, like, you may not have known who Dave Chappelle was. That movie came out in 1998. So
0: I like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, to me, was a that-guy actor before, I, like, he got famous. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked him in... Con Air and I used to really like the movie Undercover Brother, which I think came out after You've Got Mail. But like I knew him from stuff. Okay. Um and I, I don't know like and, and so I I don't know. Just didn't stick for some reason. Well,
1: you know, it's it's okay. There's there are certainly a lot of movies. That, uh, one of the games that my friends and I play, much like, you know, Wordle, which, yes, we we're all still playing, um, is Framed, where they show you screenshots from a movie. And it can, they start out really, like, specific and, like, mm. hard to pinpoint. And then they get a little bit easier. And you get six of them. And you get to guess along uh, the way. And there'll be movies where it's like, I've seen this movie. I could not tell you anything about it though. Cause it we're just get to that point where it's like, I've seen a lot of movies and if I haven't seen it a bunch yeah. or it wasn't a special, uh, like, I don't know. I was tired when I saw it or something. It's like, well, I just don't remember a whole lot about it. So yeah. Pleasantville um, is kind of one of those movies.
0: Uh, I think I rewatched that recently and really enjoyed it. Um, recently, like in the last few years, mm-hmm. um, I have here and I don't remember what it's from. I think it's a note. Fraser makes to Niles, Linen beach ensemble.
1: Uh, well, it's Niles talking about the photos that he's got back from the, yes, the trip. Yes, okay, that must be what it is. Um, I think have they're you, looking at the seen, photos.
0: Have you seen Glass Onion?
1: No, no. Uh, not not against seeing it, just we, yeah, just haven't watched it it yet.
0: When you do, I really want you to pay attention to Daniel Craig's swimsuit.
1: Oh, don't worry, I've seen many photos and many, it's many so, things about
0: it. Like, does he have like a I scarf want,
1: tied around his neck as well?
0: He has a scarf. He has like matching swim trunks and like, button up shirt like it looks like it it, it it's a a linen beach and ensemble he just walks into the pool and it like it's no big deal it, it's great you know and there's a lot of good looks in that movie but yes I, i've seen a lot
1: about the costuming for that movie um well uh, a little aside about daniel craig i saw something that maybe it was on twitter or maybe it was in a podcast that they were like between things like the glass onion and like logan lucky and you know knives out the original knives out and everything it's like were we really doing Daniel Craig a disservice by making him make these James Bond movies for like 15 years? Cause they were like, he seems to be having so much fun in these other movies and they seem to be showing so much more range for him.
0: I think he, well, I mean he, you get pigeonholed and Bond is a very specific thing. And like, you you don't get to see a lot of different sides of Mm -hmm. Bond. Like it's all very. I mean you do, but it's also like, I would say Daniel Craig's was probably like the most, Emotion and, range you get from a bond, but that's still very tight. Yeah, and I think now he's like, oh, I don't have to worry about you know those are punishing movies, yeah. and you're going a lot of places, and you know part of the thing is he wanted to do stuff in between, and he was always I don't know if I com- if I want to come back, and there's so much time in between mm-hmm. them that that's they take up so much of his life. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it was a disservice, but it is like it's interesting. I- I'm so curious what they're gonna do next. Mm-hmm uh, with the next bond, which have you seen the last bond?
1: Um, the, uh, what? No time to to die. die. I was going to say tomorrow never dies. (laughs) There's too many would die in it. Um, die another day. Uh, no, I haven't. So, uh, my, my, my boyfriend has put together a list of James Bond movies for me to watch that encompass each different James Bond.
0: Interesting. I would like to know that list. Oh, I can tell you. Oh, you have it right now. Uh
1: So we, we've already watched. So now I've seen a James Bond movie. We watched okay. From Russia with Love.
0: Uh, so, okay. I'm, I'm into this. And then
1: we watched, uh, I think it was The Spy Who Loved Me.
0: Okay.
1: That, that was the Roger Moore one. Um, Hang on. I got my I have notes in like two different places. Oh, wait. It's
0: kind of shocked you didn't do Goldfinger, but I think From Russia with Love is good.
1: Um, Hang on. It's also okay. very different. Then uh, next up, we have License to Kill.
0: Okay. Then
1: Goldeneye. Okay. And then Skyfall.
0: Okay. Once you're done like if you decide you like the Daniel Craig's the whole watching all the Daniel Craig's are pretty good. Like even the worst Daniel Craig is still pretty good. Okay.
1: Well.
0: And it and it tells like a story. Mm. Um From Rush with Love is so funny to me because that's the one where they're like, "Here is your gadget, Mr. Bond. It's a briefcase with a knife in it." It's like so nothing. It's like if you pull this out there are seven golden coins which you can use yes. to run around and then the next one is like Now, this is a pin that shoots lasers and and tells you everything and speaks for you in foreign languages. Like, the first one is so charming. And then two movies later, he's got, like, a rocket pack.
1: (laughs) Yes. uh, So, one thing I really enjoyed in uh, The Spy Who Loved Me was the, like, he had a watch that, like, spit out, like, a little, like, ticker tape thing. I was like, oh, man. Mm. Um, I have to say, though, I totally understand how Sean Connery was just such a sex symbol back then. Totally get that. Ins- oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like, I get it guys. I get it.
0: That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, I have been doing, and you might find this very interesting. It was something they did on a website that was io9.com, which is mostly a sci- science fiction website, but they did this thing that was like, okay, so you've got a friend and you want them to watch like, for example, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm but you don't want to be like okay so you got to watch through the first season and then like you you, you like when people come up to me like well you got to get to season 3 that's when it gets really good i'm like but that's like a big investment yeah. and they did this thing where they're like here's if you want someone to get into something here's the one episode you show them mm-hmm. and like doctor who was a season 3 episode that actually isn't much about doctor who it's from the perspective of someone a regular person figuring out all the stuff that's happening. So it's kind of like being a new viewer. Like mm-hmm. you don't understand the world of Dr. Who, and it's slowly being given to you. And then she discovers the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so it's this good thing of like, this is, this will give you a good idea of what the show's like and what to aim for. And like, so you'll, you'll understand if you watch some of the bad ones in the beginning, like where it's going, mm-hmm. did the same thing with star Trek, the next generation, did the same thing with Buffy. I find those episodes like that idea of like, this is one episode you should watch. And like, yes, you might be a little lost by some of this stuff, but they'll do a pretty good job of keeping you up, you know, on a lot of shows. You know, we talk about that a lot with, with Frasier. I I I feel like that's
1: something you really bump on where you're like, this is an episode I'd give to somebody who just wanted to know what an episode of Frasier was like.
0: Yes. And I think it's easier with sitcoms because they're designed for people to just jump on Mm -hmm. like that, especially old, you know, 20th century sitcoms. Um, but I always think, that's always just, I thought you might think that, that, that idea is interesting of like, it doesn't have to be the pilot. Mm-hmm. It could be a season three episode, but it's like, and so here often, it is. So often and this...
1: pilots are not great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, because they're figuring stuff out.
1: Yeah. Well, I um, did that when Gilmore Girls, I think it was when A Year in the Life came out, um, the Gilmore Girls reboot on Netflix. I put together like a, here's like three to five episodes to just kind of get the gist of Gilmore Girls. And I kind of said I, for each one why I thought it was like an important episode to watch.
0: I would like that list, too, because Gilmore Girls is one that, like, I really tried to watch the pilot, and I was just like, can't get into this.
1: Uh, and that's the thing. Like, it's kind of like, you know, Parks and Rec season one. I mean, Gilmore Girls season one is, for the most part, very strong. Right. But, like, yeah, not, the pilot is not – the pilot's so much world building and inter- – and you're not, you're not invested in anybody yet. So,
0: but, right, yes, right, I can right, dig exactly.
1: up that blog post and, and send that to you. Um, um, also, uh, you know – listeners I- I'd love to hear if you have a favorite show that you think it's hard to get into would love to hear what your thoughts are on episodes people need to need to watch I don't know what I would do for like the West Wing um
0: just... I think there would be ones that would be good like I, I, it's hard for me to say because I know I go back and I watch like the Thanksgiving one mm-hmm. but like I know those characters like that's another thing to think about is like and maybe some of that's endearing because you see that and you're like I want to learn more about these characters yeah. that seem to have like a really good relationship because that's part of it you have to be okay with you're not going to understand everything and that's fine Yeah, but it's going to give you an idea of what's going on and then you can go back and like aim f- be like this is where the, you know this is it at least gets this good
1: I feel like for the West Wing I would do one of the big blocks of cheese day
0: yeah, I think that's a really good one because
1: I think there's enough in those episodes, enough funny things happening to keep you just interested, even if you don't know what's going on with all the characters, like yeah, 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 episode yeah. to episode.
0: Um, my next note I have is it should be illegal to play Punch Buggy with people who don't want to play Punch Buggy. I think it sh- that should be a law. I, I, I for some reason like did not like Alice in these two episodes. Yeah. I mean, she was very sweet, but like. I was like, you're kind of like. But also, do some better parenting. I feel like it it
1: rings very true for like the stages kids are in at different times of life. Um, we called it. Did you call it Punch Buggy or did you call it Slug Bug?
0: We call it Slug Bug, but I've heard it called Punch Buggy. Okay,
1: I'd never heard it called Punch Buggy before, but um, yeah. But also, I was kind of like Gertrude, man up. Is that little four or five year old really hitting you that hard?
0: (laughs) Also, I feel like Gertrude would like let her have it. Yes. I, don't I, think like Gertrude I, would I did really that, enjoy I don't
1: that. Niall suggested that they go to this amusement park in <laughs> British Columbia. So Gertrude wouldn't be able to cross the border again.
0: On the way back. Yeah. Um, I wrote two notes. One that says the, I'll pull this car over. Joke is done. I'm done with it. Mhm. However, it was immediately followed up by Gertrude screaming, "Oh, I thought you were on the wrong side of the road." That, like, I went from like I'm so sick of these I'll pull over jokes to like legitimately laughing out loud. Uh, I enjoyed like, Daphne ah.
1: saying that she would stop maybe once we get out of Seattle.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was a good little little button on that scene. Um this is the the B plot is Niles' Finds I, this is weird. Niles finds like a bunch of pictures, and then the last one they can't figure he, he, out. What it he's is. like picked
1: up photos from the photo lab from their vacation.
0: Yeah, and Daphne was like, "You'll like the last one." Which did she ever explain why she said, sh- "You'll like the last one"?
1: No, I th- think maybe she just thought like she he
0: would. he you think it was it funny. Was funny, I guess. I don't know. Like it was really weird, but. It was, they look at it and they're like, what is that, a pepperoni? No, it might be a UFO. Like they're just to The guy's like, where'd you get the nipple pic? Yeah. And uh, he thinks, so he thinks it's Daphne's nipple. The end of that thing is it turns out sh- like Martin dropped the phone and took a picture of his own chest and Niles is grasping, is, is, is struggling with the idea that he was so turned on by this picture that ends up being, being his father's, father's nipple. nipple. Yes. Which I'm like, okay, weird.
1: I I honestly like Um, really lost interest in that plot line very fast.
0: Yes. I did not care for it when like with watching on Peacock or anything, it usually does a commercial right before the cold close, Mm -hmm. the the credits. So like when it came back and it was him, I was almost like skip to the next episode. I don't even know. Like Mm -hmm. what it was just, we're still dealing with this plot line. I don't care. Um, I have another note here. Mm -hmm. So when they're at dinner and they're and Lilith is trying to get, fraser she's she's bringing up all the nostalgia of frederick mm-hmm. um i wrote i don't mean to brag but i could always pronounce spaghetti
1: congrats i'm just, fairly certain you. i could too
0: yeah i don't remember ever going paschetti or whatever people would i
1: feel like i only called it that if other people called it that like i think i had i recall having friends that called that so their family would call it oh paschetti and so i would just be like sure paschetti whatever
0: i don't think anyone actually ever says it. i think it's just something fun people do with their kids sure. like I feel like a kid would more pronounce it like spigavavav or something yes. like unpronounceable, not like a malapropism where they're just skip, like... Ooh, S A T
1: mal- word, malapropism. Is that what they called?
0: No, it's so, it's called, um, it's, I'm using it incorrectly, I think.
1: The mistaken use of a word in place of a similar sounding one, often with unintentional unintentionally amusing effect, as in, for example, dance a flamingo instead of a flamenco.
0: Could you look up spoonerism? That might be it. Who that? I got a nice little click-a-click click, click on that one.
1: A verbal error in which a speaker accidentally transposes the initial sounds or letters of two or more words, often to humorous effect. As in the sentence, you have hissed the mystery lectures, accidentally spoken, instead of, you have missed the history lectures.
0: I think this is closer to a spoonerism, but I don't know if that's what it is either. But, um, yeah, I don't think kids do that. I think that, I don't know. Get at us, craniacs. You got kids who do who literally do that and haven't just heard it called... Or uh, I whatever.
1: also the, tangentially to that. I was, saw a Twitter thread sometime in the last few weeks where it was, and I wish I could remember what it was. But it was like so, somebody said, you know, my uh, m- my child kept referring to their friend at school named uh, like I don't I don't know uh, the Comet or something, and they were like, "What? There's a, there's somebody at school named Comet," and they're like, "Yeah, you know, my friend Comet." And everything, and it turns out. I don't know. It was like the the, the kid's name was. Uh, this is not. This is not a good example. But the the kid's name was like a, a real name that the person the kid had just completely like like. It's like little kids hear a name and they try to then attach it to just a common noun, and so for my name, a kid would be like, "Yeah, this like you know, there's a girls' school named L'Oreal or something." They try to like, I'm I'm not I'm not. We can cut this out if we want to, but. <laughs> I'm going to try to find the Twitter thread, going, like, but like, it was just all these my... things about parents saying like, I thought my kid had a classmate named, you know, XYZ and named like Xerox. And it turns out like, I don't know. The the kid's name was like, I don't, I don't know. It'll be close to Xerox, but
0: you need a good example. I'm, in my head, I'm, I'm going countdown to when Laurel decides to bail on this story.
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh, like like a kid's name was Knox. And the, the kid thought it was like Xerox. Like, Okay. That sort of thing. I have a friend with a kid named um, Knox. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Um uh da, 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 I have L O L donation suite, which I thought was funny that that's what the they I don't think it was supposed to be a joke, but when they go to the the, the fertility clinic or whatever it is, they're like uh please, here's your donation suite. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, is that supposed to be a real name? I don't think they laughed. I think it was like not presented as a joke. Yeah, so. no, it
1: wouldn't surprise me that they, they try to probably have lots of euphemisms and be very just, you know, uh They don't have as
0: as far as I know, they don't do that anymore. They send you home.
1: Oh, I don't I don't I do not know how this works. Right. So
0: I I did it once to check. Uh and they were like, take it home. And I was like, oh. okay. They're like, just make sure you get it here within like an hour mm. of an hour afterwards. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, because in my mind, I'm doing this thing where it's like they go in and there's like some you know little uh, steamy magazines mm-hmm. or maybe a maybe a Cinemax movie you set the mood. Turn up, light a candle. I had to do it all myself. It was BS. I thought it was going to be whined and dined Yeah, the I mean, clinic.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm sure the ambiance there is something you were really looking forward to. I, I truly don't know. So, you know, Craniacs, if you've gone through this, let us know.
0: I will say a lot of the jokes at the fertility clinic were some of my favorite where it's like, like, where he's like, is this your first? Is this your first? He's like, no, I've been doing this since I was 12. Yes. And like she's he, he, she, uh lilith is giving him all the like pointers she's like lilith if there's one thing i can do on my own it's this yes like i liked it. all that stuff was very funny he was very dressed up for considering what he was going to do i feel like khakis might not be a good choice in this situation
1: i'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna just change the subject there um, <laughs> Same. uh uh and what does it also mean? I watched this this afternoon and I cannot remember like what ultimately is what does made him decide to not go, go through with. Oh, um,
0: I think they have a fight.
1: Okay. Well, I know, I remember him saying things like, you know, we keep thinking we're just going to create another Frederick and there's, n-
0: yeah, he's like, nostalgia shouldn't like we're trying, are we trying to cr- have a child? Are we trying to like have a nostalgic thing and and she's like well i want to have a kid and he's like well i don't which i like i thought was really good i liked him being like i i don't want to yeah and i thought it was a good way to come to it and i then i liked her getting together with brent steiner back on the
1: on the i also liked when she was like i've thought a lot about this because kind kind of like when he was like this is just nostalgia i was gonna be disappointed if lilith was like maybe it is i was gonna be like lilith you're way too smart way too thoughtful for that yeah yeah, so when she was like no i've thought a lot about this but also are we supposed to think Fraser and Lilith are roughly the same age?
0: That's another. Didn't good point. we yeah. recently
1: figure out how it wasn't? Didn't recently Fraser? He's the, say how old he is. Like, isn't he like late forties, like forty-seven or something?
0: Let me check and see. Yeah, he's in his forties. At but, least, so. yes,
1: because he's supposed to be like forty-two when the show starts. So, I I was kind of like Lilith. I don't like. Are are you gonna be able to have kids? You know.
0: Yeah. Let me do some some math here. Uh, keep going. Oh, 1958. So she's like, yeah, she's she's mid 40s. Yeah, just saying. This, I mean, when this episode aired. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, overall, I like this one. Do we? Do you have any LOLs?
1: Oh, we've gone through them. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, I got a few I could back up. Uh, as enticed I as, as enticed as I am by your honeyed words, was I thought was a good line. Um. I just need a couple of teaspoons. (laughs) I really (laughs) made me laugh. Just the idea of like that completely like, like a measurement. Just, I just need a couple of teaspoons. (laughs) Like it was funny to me. Um, and then I think she was like, I don't want you mad. Think of something nice. He's like, Oh, I was going to think of the plight of the American Indian. (laughs) I thought that was very funny. I did enjoy. Um,
1: I don't remember what the, the interstitial card was that said like to introduce the scene, um, at the clinic. And it, it was something really funny. It was, I don't remember either. It, it's a, but it did with a recording of Tristan and, and is or something. It was basically everything Frazier would need at a <laughs> clinic to make a donation. So, um, that's funny. Another thing that just, just getting back to like the serious parts of this episode, when she expects him to at dinner, the next night have decided, I was like, you got to give him more than 24 hours to decide. Lovely. Yeah.
0: This is a, Yeah. Um,
1: also if, your ex-spouse was coming across the country to ask a favor of you and not bringing your child, I would be like, they need an organ. Like, I can't imagine, or like, they want hmm. to move halfway around the world and take my child with them or something. Like, there's just, my curiosity would be off the charts.
0: Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh, well...
1: And seems to I'd be just like, like oh, yeah, Lilith, I'm not asking her until tomorrow. She wants to ask yeah, me she has something. Yeah, she has a favor to ask me, I don't know. And I'm like, that's a long flight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... So, I gave it 7 out of 10. I think I overrated it a little bit. Fine. Uh, 7 out of 10 stuffed mousses, which is what? Gertrude. Gertrude puts her cigarette Mm -hmm. out on. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I think I would give this 5 out of 10 um, thirsty 2-ounce drinks that
0: That Roz is drinking.
1: Also... I found um, Roz to be very annoying in this episode. I mean, she's supposed to be, but I was like, this just doesn't seem how Roz would be on a road trip.
0: It was just, yeah, it was just, I didn't, I thought the C plot or whatever was, there are diminishing returns as we moved away from the A yes. plot. Um, so the next one wasn't one of my favorites either. Uh. Or the next one I didn't like. Uh. Season 10, episode 14, Daphne does dinner Uh. At February 11th, 2003. Daphne attempts to throw a dinner party with a reclusive artist as the guest of honor, but fails to escape the Crane family curse, which always shows up at such events. I love Madcap mm-hmm. episodes like this, and I think this tried to be Madcap, and it didn't. It just felt slow. I to me.
1: agree. I was like, this is like forced Madcap, where you can see how yeah. hard they're trying, and it's not i mean it's trying to be like the ski lodge episode it's trying to be like the restaurant yeah. that they open it's trying to be like all of those like it also felt like Merry Christmas, you know how you could turn on,
0: <laughs> you know how it felt like you can turn your podcast you can adjust how fast mm-hmm. they play it felt like if you told me this was at like 0.75 speed like nothing felt manic mm-hmm. it just except for this one part that i went did we did we miss did did i miss any sort of foreshadowing of why the bed fell through the ceiling?
1: The only thing I think is at the very beginning when they're having the chandelier hung.
0: I guess, but like that seemed like a big jump.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: It, yeah. That's when it went from like, we're like kind of like sludging our way through a manic episode to Well, that's crazy. And then that was and it. And also,
1: I want to be like, Niles, this doesn't say a lot for the way the Montana, the Montana, the Montana is like constructed that, just yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. based no on kidding. nothing. The whole ceiling collapsed and a bed fell through it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I know the joke is like they were really going at it, but also I don't believe they were going at it enough to take a bed Also, if the they were ceiling.
1: really going at it yet fully clothed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was and and they're senior citizens. Like, I mean, j-?
1: no, shame to our senior citizens. Get it, but you know.
0: Um I there's a few things I wrote here. I didn't go too in there's a few like, hidden guest stars. Well, one thing I want to talk about is the way this started,
1: where it starts, like, in, as you would say, in media res. And... Yes. I I actually hit pause to be like, I know that the title card said, like, we're now joining a dinner already in progress or something, but I was like, did I accidentally skip ahead?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or, yeah, did I skip to another one and this is part two? Yeah. Are we going to go back? Is it going to be, like, three days earlier and we're going to learn what happens at this? No, it's just... I thought this was funnier than the like. I'm like, I wanted to learn more about that thing where he he goes, "You you don't even have Tourette's," and he just goes, "Poop." What if your ghost (laughs) just threw up in the kitchen? Yeah, like there's all this. Like, there's this. They made a cartoon version of clerks that didn't do very well, but there's this one episode where the whole bit is they. There's a carnival across the street, and they're stuck working. And Jay and Silent Bob keep coming in and talking about the crazy, insane stuff that's going on at the carnival. And, like, every time they open they're like, man, oh, man, the Ferris wheel just fell off. And and then, like, it's just getting more and more. and, And Dante's like, we should go look. Or, like, maybe we should even look out the window. And Randall's like, nah. Like And it's this funny bit about that. And that's what this felt like to me is, like, I really wish I could watch what's happening in this party as opposed to the other party where it was, like, even the the part there's a part where Fr- they open the door and Fraser comes in and goes, I'm holding him back. Like that he that should have been a much better I, I felt like you couldn't see his face. Uh-huh. He didn't have a good Frasier face. Like it was just I, well, I and you could just flat. see
1: all the things happening. When Daphne was putting the hens in the oven, you're like, those are going to catch fire. Something's going to happen to the painting. That's just right there on display. Frazier and Niles yeah. are going to fight over the sauce and it's going to splatter all over Niles. It was just, you saw every single beat that was happening before it happened. I also wrote,
0: there are too many parts to feel well oiled is something I wrote because I felt like there were six guests and like two came in in the middle and then yeah. left. And then these other guys, like, uh, and like they showed up and I was like, I'm, getting like previously i felt like the guests weren't were like an entity and not like individual yes
1: guests there'd be a lot of just background guests who were there as like filler but you never actually never had names you never met them or anything so yes you know exactly. what I that is what i want to do i know they like auction that off but like i would want to be an extra in a tv show and like a background of a <laughs> dinner party like get me in a fancy gown And just to have me sit in the background and like sip champagne and have fake conversation. What is it like watermelon cantaloupe that extras always are supposed to say? And just be like watermelon cantaloupe, watermelon cantaloupe.
0: (laughs) Did you ever watch Community and or Cougar Town?
1: Uh, No. Well, I watched a little bit of the first season of Community, but no.
0: So there's the season of Community where you remember Mm -hmm. Abed, like the kind of... So he gets obsessed with Cougar Town. And then in an episode, he talks about how he wins, a, a, like, an extra mm-hmm. role. And then if you watched Cougar Town, which was on a different yeah, station. ABC,
1: yeah, And then TBS eventually, I think.
0: If you, if you watched it that week, there's a scene where Abed is just sitting at a table behind them, staring into the camera.
1: That's amazing.
0: Like, it's, and then, like, he gets up and leaves and knocks something over, and then, like, Courtney Cox looks at it, and then it just goes to the next scene. Like, it's so, like, if you were watching it and you didn't know what that was, you'd be like, what is happening? What a fun Easter I'll find egg. Her, I'll post that. Yeah, I'll, I'll post that somewhere. But, um, uh, so, a couple of people who are in this. uh, You've got, I swear to God, this is what her name is. Nana Visitor, who is Major Kira from Deep Space Nine. So, she, there's another Star Trek connection. She's one of the guests. Another of the guests is Anne Cusack, who is Joan and John Cusack's brother. I'm sorry. And you might remember her from League of Their Own.
1: Wait, John and Joan Cusack's mother?
0: Brother. Birth. Uh, I, for some reason, I, uh, sister. Sister, okay. I meant like John is her okay. brother. Yes. Uh, so the, it's it's her sister. Uh, I, for, I don't know what I was writing here, but it says Joan and John's birthday. So I was really <laughs> up.
1: What? Who is she in a league of their own? She's the one
0: who couldn't read. Oh, yeah. And they, they had to read. And then like Madonna's teaching her to read out of like a racy book. Okay. I think she's either that one. Or she might be the one who comes in and, and says something, and then like Gina Davis is like, Oh, piss on your hat. She's like, <laughs> like she misses the whole fight between Gina Davis and Lori Petty. And then she walks in and goes, Does everyone like my hat? And she's like, Piss on your hat. And she's like, Oh, like she doesn't understand. She's one of those two people. I can't okay. remember. Okay. I haven't seen um, it's been,
1: I mean, I haven't seen A League of Their Own in probably like 20 years. So,
0: um, but she's in there. And then the, uh, <sighs> the old man who's the artist Mm -hmm. is Harv Presnell who was in Fargo. If you've seen Fargo, he's like the father-in-law who doesn't want to give the, he's not wearing his signature mustache. He wore that mustache in a lot of other roles. Doesn't he get
1: killed on like the roof of that parking garage in Fargo?
0: Yeah. Steve Buscemi kills him. I mean, it's almost 30 years old at this point. Um, I wrote a couple other things in here. Uh, Niall's apartment may be the worst place for a child. Like, the whole, like, I drew on here and here and here, and there, it's like, I feel like there's too many things for a child to destroy Mm -hmm. in that apartment.
1: Uh, I wrote down that I don't think their dinner parties look fun, because dinner parties that require tuxes and evening gowns do not sound like fun dinner parties. I want one that perhaps ends with me, like, lying on the floor with my feet up a wall, still chatting with you, so...
0: You, I thought you were going to say lying on the bed, taking a nap on all the That's cokes.
1: New Year's Eve parties.
0: Oh, it's not a, it's not, it's, it's the only time that happens.
1: Yeah. It's the only time that, yeah. It's, it's mainly mm. New Year's Eve parties. Cause you don't want the party to end. You want, and you're waiting for like all the crazies to get off the road. So then you can go home and, but you're tired. Or what oh, happened God. many times is I was spending the night, I was out of town. I was not in my own town. I was spending the night at the host house. The party was still raging and I was supposed to be like sleeping in the living room on an air mattress, so I couldn't go to sleep in the living room. So I would just go to sleep on the host bed. Mm-hmm. That, that was a big thing. Um, I I think everybody missed this in the the episode that was lost forever. But this New Year's Eve, guys, I was in bed at eleven p.m. I was asleep by midnight, Yeah. Same, and same it same. was glorious. So
0: Laurel, this weekend we went out to go see our, our friend Jane. Um, And then on the way back, we got we went kind of early, and then we all kind of came back. And I got home at about we got home about seven thirty. We took separate cars because I was getting anyway. It doesn't matter. We took separate cars. I got home and I go, Tara. I know you wanted to watch a movie. It's seven thirty. I'm going to bed. And Laurel, I went to bed (laughs) until like nine thirty the next day. I don't know why I was so exhausted, but I was clearly in need. I was like, I don't know why I'm Mm -hmm. so tired, but I'm going to sleep. And I just, I just was gone. And then when I woke up the next day, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be." That's the one thing I know we talk a lot about: sleep masks. About mm-hmm. like sometimes when you first wake up, it's like, "Oh, I don't." Know, it could be any time. I don't know what time it is. I can. I only have auditory clues. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. But anyway, um, Niles' apartment apparently has a secret passageway and a panic room.
1: We've known about the panic room.
0: I don't remember about it. It's been mentioned
1: offhanded before. Like not, it hasn't been a focus. I do want to say, I think Leo needs to go outside. Did
0: you have anything else to add to this one? Or do you want to?
1: So I took a lot of notes. So let me, let me just see if there's anything. A lot of it was just like little things I noticed. Maybe don't necessarily need to be, uh, yeah. Oh. This happens. Yeah. This happens. This happened So Daphne to the the people hanging up the the chandelier. I'm. I had a boss, who um, when I worked on a client account, was a very important client, who was like did not take anything less than perfection from vendors. And Daphne talking to the people hanging the chandelier at the beginning of the episode reminded me of how I might be a little bit with vendors. <laughs> <laughs> when um when Amy was planning her wedding she was talking to me about how um, she was waiting to get catering estimates and these places and said they were going to send them to her on like Tuesday and it was now Friday and she didn't have them and I was like oh they're off your list then and she was like what and I was like they can't even send you a catering estimate on time it makes you think they can do anything that they would say they're going to promise to do on time and she was like oh and I was like these people want your money for a service and they have already shown they cannot provide that and she was like whoa <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I I thought the same thing. Not not exactly all that, but like where I was like, yeah, I, I was like how would I react to that cuz I feel like nice guy Ryan would be like, "Oh yeah, sure, come back tomorrow." And so, I you know, like I don't I you have to say like, "You said you should take a day. Is it going to cost me more for you to take?" Longer? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um uh, uh love that Fraser had his own hens already like prepared and oh, ready yeah, to yeah, go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh I mean, like, he was annoying. He, uh, listen, I think fraser has been way more annoying in the past, but I feel like Fraser really came through in a pinch. He did. I, th-
1: I also, I, I know he was doing this to say I told you so, but I was like, this is, it, it is sweet for him to jump in and help out.
0: He could have yes. truly
1: had other plans or something. Um, I, I loved.
0: He, supposedly, he was not going to take any of the credit. Yes. So.
1: But, oh, but, I, yes, I, I, but like.
0: I found that doubtful.
1: Yeah. I, I thought Daphne's dress <laughs> was amazing. Um, and I. Oh yeah, it was good? I also love that Niles collects Edwardian utility bills.
0: <laughs> yes. Who <laughs> is Sir Arthur Conan Doyle really used a yeah, lot of water, you know, water hog. Yeah, that's what
1: it. Was. Um, do you want do you that want here? Funny. Oh, do you want to climb in my lap? No. Leo's just like hovering right here and I'm like, "What's happening?" Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. now we're in mom's lap. I know you can't see any of this, but
0: <laughs> I mean, I believe you.
1: Hello. <laughs> so. Um. Yes, I. You know. I mean. I know it was ladies' gotcha day last week. It was also Leo's. Oh yeah. We got him a. We got him a pupcake from the same bakery. Y'all got ladies' pupcake from. Thank you for the recommendation, Tara. <laughs> uh, um. do You hear Leo panting.
0: <laughs> I can a little bit. That's fine. It's cute. It adds ambience <laughs>
1: uh, uh. I don't know. Oh, also just that they were having a going away party for a painting. I was like, this is the most ridiculous
0: thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that's... But it wasn't funny ridiculous. It was just kind of like, oh, that's weird.
1: Yeah. It, it, was, yeah. it wasn't something you chuckled at. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a rating if you have a rating.
1: Um, yeah, I have a rating.
0: Why don't you go first? Because there's part of me that thinks you might use the same thing I was Oh Okay, yeah.
1: About. Um, I'm, I guess I'm going to give this one like four authoritative tool belts
0: okay you didn't i'm gonna go with four out of ten ramekins
1: i love a good ramekin
0: i learned how to spell it writing it down um i've never had to like (laughs) write a note that said
1: ramekin (laughs) and it was like did you mean to say this um
0: yeah it was like i don't know how i tried to spell it but it was wrong r-a-m-e-k-i-n-s for those of you wondering I did write at the end. Why does anyone come to their parties anymore? Question mark. Like, it's like, who would still come to these? Especially. Oh, unless you're coming, they should do a whole episode where it's everyone's coming to see what will go yes. wrong. And they realize like high society views them as kind of a, a freak. Show yes. Almost, that that like, would be, that would be
1: funny. I, yeah, I was also just kind of like, if this is, is this a dinner party with couples who don't know each other? This doesn't sound like fun.
0: I mean there's a lot about what Fraser and Niles do that doesn't sound like fun to me, but there's a lot of stuff I think that I, I was like would be totally too. Oh, I had uh, while I was watching this at lunch today, I had leftover quiche and I was wondering if that felt like a Fraser-y thing to do <laughs> while you're watching. Uh or is quiche uh, too pass uh, I mean,
1: I would love it if you were like I'm having leftover quiche. Quiche, I hardly knew her. Then then you would be very very Fraser-esque.
0: Mm, okay. Um it's pretty good. It's it's from a uh, Frasier episode, so Oh, I remember. Um, but I was eating. I was like, "Oh, I wonder if this is a, this feels like a Fraser meal, especially nowadays with the cost of eggs." I don't know. I don't know how we didn't realize eggs were. Co- we we're just sending our stuff out to HEB and just getting it. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, the yeah, the cost of eggs is ridiculous. I, my, my friends and I love that part of uh, Belle in Beauty and the Beast, where that woman's like, "I need yes. six eggs. That's too expensive." We were like, "Wow, Beauty and the Beast ahead of its times." We feel her pain.
0: <laughs> exactly um well if you've got uh, a thought on the price of eggs if you've got a thought on uh any of these parties why people would come to these parties do these parties sound enticing to you does quiche sound like a very frasier meal to to have while watching fraser let us know there's lots of ways to get a hold of us we are craniacs at gmail.com c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s at craniacs on twitter craniacs uh Frasier podcast on facebook uh let it uh, I think you can just go to Linktree. We have a you know, linktr.ee. Have you seen a Linktree? It's like all your y- different. Yes, but you can put all your different. links. about
1: us now. in Linktree?
0: I think we have. I think I made one. I think I put it up on the on the Facebook what page. Do you, what, what? It takes like ten minutes. I, just, I know,
1: but you're you're, doing, you're not telling me about these things. I you know, I want to be able to to be in the know about our podcast.
0: Okay. Well, it's Link. Uh, tr linktree with the I don't know how you Did you just say linktree, because uh, it's l i n k t r dot e backslash craniacs.
1: Okay, I w- I would say exactly what you just said.
0: Yeah, T R dot
1: e slash craniacs. Yes,
0: craniacs. <coughs> uh, that's where all our social media is. You can find. I think it also has where you can find us on there. I think I set that up too. Where you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts all that stuff. Uh, Let us know uh, if you don't find us someplace and we'll try and get Mm -hmm. there ASAP. If you do find us, give us a review, a five-star review, the highest review possible. If you can't give us five stars, Laurel is shaking her head hard, ready to give uh, a recommendation of what you could do to better spend your time.
1: Craniacs. I'm coming to you from the past to let you know that as you're listening to this on the day it is released Tuesday, January 24th, the Oscar nominations came out this morning. Mm, i can't believe that so this person was snubbed or that this movie was nominated for best picture well
0: you started that very melodically you're like i can't (laughs) believe like it sounded like you're going into like a song (laughs) i thought you had a song why don't i I have a song is a better question (laughs) the the laurel oscar song (laughs) you know this
1: year i'm gonna write a laurel oscar song so anyway like Billy Crystal. Yes, but no, I I, I think I'm, I'm a, I want it to be evergreen, you know. Um,
0: right, but still, I, I like the idea of you producing it. Uh,
1: so the Oscar nominations have come out, and guys, I wish I had some like hot takes as to what I think is going to be nominated, so I could look very smart as you're listening to this. I be, beyond what everyone thinks is going to get nominated, I don't have any hot takes. I look forward to seeing what the nominations are, but guys, that is going to be your blueprint of movies to see over the next few weeks. And the good thing is, is that so many of them are streaming. So many are streaming mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, just uh, see the ones that interest you. Don't see ones everyone's like, you should see and you read the synopsis. You're like, I'm not interested. I didn't see Dune last year. I don't regret it. Um, But yeah, just branch out. Also take a look at the animated shorts. That is usually where some real hidden gems are. Um, And yeah, I look forward to, to talking about the Oscars um, until March 12th which is when the big show is, um, I kind of decide if I'm going to have an Oscar party or if, like, there's a place here that's going to be having a little Oscar get-together. It's
0: Didn't you go to the... Draft House? Animal that was Draft in 2020. House? That
1: was pre-pandemic. So they haven't done anything in the oh, last few years. Um, the thing is about an Oscar party, I don't think I know enough people to, like, come to really have an Oscar party, you know? Um, mm. Enough people who are, like, interested in it and... Won't speak during the show because that is a rule I have. So, you know, that's not a party. No, no, no. <laughs> commercials speak away. Show mm. is on. We, we, we zip. So I almost missed the slap last year because somebody was talking. So,
0: oh, well. Thank God you saw it, because it was hard to find coverage of it after it happened. <laughs> well, there's
1: nothing like being there in the moment. So anyway, all that to say, Oscar nominations came out, guys. Uh, and uh, yeah, so know that one of your favorite you ever, podcast hosts is very excited.
0: Do you ever watch the Critics' Choice Awards or keep up with no, them at all? No, no. I saw the winners this year and like was just kind of looking through it because... Uh, Paul Walter Hauser won Mm -hmm. the Golden Globe and then the Critics' Choice Award for his Blackbird role, which I thought was amazing. And we've said is uh, Tara's like second cousin or something like that. Um, And so I was like looking through the other stuff in there. I may be interested in the Critics' Choice Awards. I liked some of the like, because it's, they have a couple like weird ones, not just like, it, it was like best new actor and things like that. So a couple like, kind of towing a little bit and i don't want to say mtv movie awards but a little bit of just like we like this actor this year things that aren't just the usual like best supporting Mm -hmm. best actress best you know and then they it's tv it's uh, it was interesting it was it was uh, just looking at them again it made me want to kind of go back and see some other stuff and kind of keep up with those because it's some more interesting awards Mm -hmm. there um but yeah i'm excited for it i'm gonna try and check out some more of those movies um you know, as, uh, you know, trying to, to, to expand my cinematic mind Mm -hmm. this year. Um, but yeah, check that out guys. Let us know, get to us and let us know what you think about the, uh, the nominations. But, uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening.
1: Bye (laughs) y'all.